This is a free download from the BBC. For more information, go to bbc.co.uk slash podcasts. Okay, guys. Recording. We did this just after the show on a Thursday, and I'm absolutely shattered. I'm, I'm spent. I'm a spent force. Can you not squeeze a bit more out? Okay. Hello and welcome to this. This week, in true Parkinson style, I found. Uh, this week, in true Parkinson style, I found. Uh, why can't you. You say it. I answer the following questions. Why don't you do that? This week, in true Parkinson style, I find out the answers to the following questions. What do people with wonky eyes see? What have you fallen off? And can you drink and drive a mobility scooter? But first, here's what happened when we took a 90-year-old man to see Fifty Shades of Grey in Justin Dealey's Fifty Shades of Mayhem. Good morning. A man who was so drunk he collapsed in the cinema last <laughs> yeah, night. Down the stairs. And me and Matt Lockwood had to pull you up. <laughs> we had to pull you off the floor. And I wasn't even drunk. No, well, that's what you say, sir. D- it was Dennis, those sweets that somebody gave me. Dennis, that was Lynn who gave you some uh, some sweets. Dennis came with us to see, see Fifty Shades of Grey. Yes. And he wouldn't shut up, would he, Catherine? It was like the director's commentary. <laughs> <laughs> My favourite bit was when they opened the doors to the Red Room of Pain. And I heard this voice down the line going, it's like my garage. <laughs> we were getting... What did you think of the film, Dennis? I thought it was... The film was rubbish. There was... First of all, I thought the young lady was too old for the part. She should have been 21. Well, you've read the books, haven't you? I have, three yeah. times. Yeah, now. good lad. Well, three times. It was twice yesterday. You yeah, read them overnight, well, did you? overnight. Yes. But, no, honestly, yesterday was absolute super-duper-duper. It's limited to meet all you've done. I didn't realise how beautiful some of you looked, and I'm well, not talking thank you. about the men now. Well, Dennis, you came up to me, and I said, oh, it's nice to meet you, and you said, well, we've met before. Yeah, well, I got you mixed up with, with Justin. Flipping it. That's a comp. Did- I didn't realise how tall you were to start with. I knew I knew that Justin was very tall. I didn't realise how, how um, close to the end you are, Dennis. Blimey, <laughs> you're know, old. I know. Don't worry, I'll make it. You can, that <laughs> quid you've got is, is safe. Did you, um, did you get home all right in that cab? Thank you very much. Yes, you Good. paid for it. Good lad. Right, well, don't tell everyone that. They'll all want a piece of the action. Right, but, now, uh, listen, Dennis, stay there, because, Justin, you, it, mm. it was Fifty Shades of Mayhem last yep. night, wasn't yep. it? It was indeed. Um, and, uh, well, you, you took it upon yourself to record the, um, uh, the event... <laughs> Yes, we went to uh, Cineworld in Luton, uh, Fifty Shades of uh, Mayhem, to get a different perspective, uh, a man's perspective on this film. When we arrived, uh, Dennis was there waiting for us, very smart, uh, with, with his walking stick as well. So we, we've got this in two parts. Uh, we've got a before and after. Here is Fifty Shades of Mayhem, now, part one. Now, bearing in mind, we're in the papers today. Yeah, there's quite a few bleeps in this. Okay. Don't worry, <laughs> everything's under control. OK, here we Here's go. part one. Let's have some of it. Boss, we have just walked in inside the cinema and uh, the mayhem is about to start. Oh, we're in the th- we're in screen 4. The mayhem is rising. Dennis from Dunstables here. Hello, Dennis. Hello. How are you? I'm not going to eat that. <laughs> I honestly can't remember when I was last in the cinema. I've never I've been in cinema for years. Now, we're giving this uh, a different perspective. Um, are you looking forward to the film? Well, as I've read the book 3 times, yes. And it's partly my autobiography. It's a lot of that you pinched it. Is he going to whinge all the way through no, this? I'm not. Well, they just come I'm on, enjoy not. the no, film. He's asking me. Well, I enjoy it. I said yes. I've read the book three times, so he ought to do. Get, get, listen, Dennis. Yeah. You sat next to me. Keep your hands to yourself. Keep your eyes on the road. Your hands on the wheel. <laughs> Keep your filthy mind to yourself. We're going to enjoy this. We got we got Good. Mama Kath. We got Kath here. We got um, I know Kelly Betts with glow sticks. Yeah. She set him off. Glow sticks. She set some glow sticks off. Man, I just can't wait for this. This is going to be yeah. mayhem. It's going to be epic. Biggers is here as well. We'll talk to Biggers in a second. When we came into the cinema, a whole host of ladies also said, here we are, we're here for Fifty Shades of Mayhem. So we've got a lot of people here expecting absolute chaos. Organise the mayhem. Yeah, <laughs> OK. Biggers, can I just interrupt for a second? Uh, Biggers, you've turned up for this event today. How excited are you about watching this film? I'm ecstatic, mate. Is that the right word? Can I say that? I've got me, I've got me Kleenex, so I can wipe my eyes if it's a bit, no, tearful. If I get a bit upset. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm sitting next to the lovely Kelly. I've got Catherine to me right inside. I've got Ian, the main man. And, of course, yourself, mate. Yeah, well, you keep your hands to yourself, OK? Right, mate, it's here, mate. I'll put me in that. <laughs> That's figures. We've got some ladies down here as well. Ladies, good afternoon. Who have we got here? What's your name? 
Hello, I'm Tina. Hi, Tina. I'm Debbie. Hi, Debbie. Hey, I'm Sharon. Now, when you saw Dennis from Dunstable walk up them stairs, you were screaming with laughter because it's not very often you see a man of his age coming to see a film like this. No, that's right. <laughs> OK, so. well, I am actually first aid trained, so... Right. <laughs> If it all goes wrong... Mouth to mouth will be, will be available. <laughs> Ladies, enjoy the film. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Well, we just been through some trailers. Uh, the film's about to start. Dennis, what's that in your hand? Well, it's not what you think. It's a, a green light. Uh, what's that between your legs? Oh, that's my stick. My stick. Are you ready for the film? I've been waiting for it for hours. Let the mayhem begin. All right, yellow card, yellow card. Uh, Dennis, it was an awful film. Tell Justin how rubbish it was. Well, it was all right, but having read the book, I didn't realise that young lady had been to Brazil. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much indeed. There's a panther on the loose in Bedfordshire. A man-eating, baby-stealing panther. Well, we don't know that. It probably is. It's all got a little bit too serious. You'll like this one, Kelly. This is from Scott. I won't uh, claim uh, ownership of it. I'll do it to Catherine, because it'll annoy Catherine, but you'll find it funny, Kelly. OK. Hey. Sorry. Knock, knock. Who's there? No, oh, do... no, sorry, yeah. Who's there? <laughs> knock, knock. Yeah, I asked. No, OK, but let's do it again, because I'm to do this in one... I want to just, just do this in one go, OK? Who is it? No, no, mate, come on, what don't... What are you looking for? I've got She's going to go out soon. Knock, knock. What? No, please, please. Knock, knock. Who is there? No, please do it properly. I am doing it properly. No, it's not who is there. <laughs> knock, knock. Who's there? My panther. <laughs> On fire. No, do it properly, mate, Your please. Your panther what? No, do it properly. Why are you not doing it properly? Your panther who? No, knock, knock. Who's there? My panther. Your panther. No, you don't say that. You say my panther who. <laughs> knock, knock. Do it properly, please, mate. You've ruined it for Kelly now. She'd have enjoyed this, and you've completely muffed it up. Knock, knock. Who's there? My panther. My panther who? My panther falling down. Help. (laughs) (laughs) Don't see what I'm going to do about it. (laughs) Come and give us a hand. You want tougher elastic. (laughs) That is a good one. That is a good one, isn't it? And it just annoys me that you can be so... um, uh, snobby about jokes sometimes. Me? Because that is a good joke, mate. Yeah, OK. And then you go and do that. Well, I just... Why would you ruin that? I've got a lot of kids listening today. It's a funny joke. It's just bringing a bit of joy and laughter. There's so much sadness in the world. So many tears in the world. So many people that are ill and stuff. So it's just sad. I'm just bringing a bit people of out there who can't find pants that fit? You're laughing at them. <laughs> think that's fair? <laughs> How do you like it? Oh, dearie, dearie, man. Cass got a good joke. Hey, go on. Which one? Um, the one that your three-year-old says. The banana one? Yep. Moo! No. no. Oh. That's interrupting cow. Oh, yeah. Bel- that is a belter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, go on. Yeah. Why did the banana go to the hospital? Um, because... Do I have to do it like this? No. Because... Are you doing an impression of my daughter? No, I'm She's not. Three, give her a break. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she's very good, actually. Because yeah, she was, yeah. uh, she uh, because do it again. Why did the banana go to the hospital? Because it wasn't appealing no. very well. It wasn't peel- appealing. Appealing very well. It wasn't appealing That's very well. Much yeah, why did you ruin it? Why did you have to do that? Well, because you ruined it? my panther falling down. I've got one. Hey. Ask me this. Oh, I forgot. I oh, know. Ask Move. me the secret. Ask me the secret to comedy. Uh, any joke that involves you Say, telling someone. Ask me what's the secret. Timing. To- <laughs> Kath, ask me this. What Timing! The secret to comedy is. Mm. <laughs> oh, man alive. We should go out less often. 08459 oh, 455 555 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Is there anybody listening who... Uh, I could end that sentence there. Justin Dealey fell on some ice this week. So tomorrow, Justin, we're doing bands that sing songs about themselves. Yes. Hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Yes, yep. Um, uh, one in the Middle by Manfred Mann. Mm-hmm. Ant Music by Adam Ant. Ant Music. Sorry? Did you slip on some ice? Uh, no. What's worse... It kept happening. Music. Yeah, yeah, pretty mama, gonna make love to you. Uh, so, we are talking about... Um, I don't even remember what we're talking about, Kels. 
What are you, what are you laughing for? You. Why? Because you're funny. Hey, listen, can we just have a moment's silence? Because today something tragic happened to one of our key team members. Justin Dilly was reporting and he slipped on some ice. And this is what happened. So, uh, and we've not heard from him since. We've not heard from... Don't cry, Kelly. It'll be all right. It's a tough noise. sad about it. We all do that noise and it draws attention. Yeah. But then also he fell down a hole. Absolutely. So... Um, Off he goes. Off yeah. he goes. And then also, to make things even worse, do you know what happened? He fell down into Radio 4. Absolutely. A key measure of the peace deal. <laughs> but they went on smoothly as if nothing had happened. Yeah. Oh, you've got to laugh. He's such a plum, Justin Dooley, isn't He's he? Right I mean, what? So, hey? Oh. Says the two people who get no satisfaction whatsoever from a film full of pleasure. Need I say any more, guys? Say the three people. Yeah, listen. Who's the third person? Kelly Betts. Mm, I don't think she's quite with you on this one, guys. I think that she has turned the corner. Now she's thought about it. Now she's thought about the psychology. What? She's with me. Oh, look, Kelly pretending she's on the telephone. Yeah. Hang on a second. Can we just listen to Justin Dealey falling into Radio 4 again, please? Absolutely. We can uh, make a significant dent on that. Sounds nasty, Justin. <laughs> it was. It was a horrific fall. Absolutely. What are you, are you grateful for? Old people, people that have always been old, and lazy eyes. What do those um, people see? Oh eight four five nine four double five five double five. Marlene's in Dunstable. Morning, Marlene. Morning, Ian. What you got for us, my dear? I have got a lazy eye. I'm so sorry to hear that. Yeah, no, it's your fault. Oh, okay, <laughs> you, you've learnt to live with it. Yes, yes, yes. What well, do you I, see? I, I was born with it. Can you see round corners? Uh, no. Um... My, I ha- was under more fields, had the drops and everything. Oh, yeah. They covered the good eye up, and oh. after about three months, the sight came back in the good eye, in the lazy eye. Yeah. And then they'd take the patch off, and because the my good eye was so strong, the lazy eye just stopped working again. So. Oh no. Yes, 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 yes. So three months of looking like Doctor Hook, and then uh, for no yeah. no use whatsoever. Yeah, no, no. So it didn't work anyway. It it was never actually. Crooked. It, I never had a squint. Right. But um, if you have shock or trauma or anything, and I, I, I'm not going for the pity thing. My hubby died 21 years ago. Oh, bless you. And straight away, my lazy eye shot out. What? Not not out of the eye socket. Oh, I mean, went, went to the out the outside of the eye. So it, what, what, it, it, uh, let me just get this right. So it it, it had been lazy, but yeah. your husband passing, which is obviously very traumatic, yeah. that made it lazier. No, no, it, it, no. Just to start, it, the 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 muscle weakened even more, oh, and it went Lord. to the outside. And I volunteer up the downs up the Gateway Centre that I love oh, doing. Yeah. Sorry, a big hint. Um, and I was talking to a little girl, because I can talk a lot. Oh, yes, we've noticed that, Marlon. <laughs> and oh, um, I was talking to this little girl, and she didn't answer me, and the mum said, oh, no. will you speak to that lady? I said, it's all right, my love, she's looking at my wonky eye. She didn't yeah. realise I was looking at her. Do you get, because d- there is that thing, is, I'm glad you brought that up, I didn't want to, but you have, that thing of, is, it, uh, is she talking to me or you? Got... I know, yeah, yeah. And when I, I... You could make it easier for us by pointing to the person you're talking to. <laughs> That just makes it... I went... I was going to America and had to change my passport. Well, with my glasses, it's not quite so noticeable, but you can't wear glasses in a passport. Can't you? Not on a passport. No, no face furniture allowed. But why do you wear glasses? No, not not allowed. You're not even allowed to have your fringe down, are you, Marlene? No, 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 no. And when the passport... When I had my passport photograph taken yes i'm not re- i don't realize but when i'm looking straight on i'm not actually looking straight on because no, you're looking backwards no <laughs> i'm i'm going with my good eye so my head is slightly turned <laughs> so it didn't look as if i was looking straight at the camera <laughs> so i said to the girl at the post office i'm really worried about this <laughs> do you know ian I, i've never run your program before I find you quite amusing. <laughs> oh, Likewise. You're, you're like, oh. <laughs> oh, no, I, I had to. I had to write a description of why I'm not looking straight at the camera. <laughs> is he all right, Catherine? Catherine, is he all right? I think 
He's just having a moment, Marlene. Oh, Marlene, you've made me laugh. And did they accept... Because they are very, very strict with the passport photos. Yeah, no, because I'd put a yeah. description of yeah. why it looked as if I wasn't looking straight oh, at the oh, camera. Bless they accepted you. it. Oh. <laughs> bless you. Marlene, you're, you're, uh, that's such a wonderful first call. Do call again, won't you? Oh, bless you. Thank you. I'll tell you what, though. The only worry was, yeah. like, my son has got a slight lazy eye. Yeah. And I said, please get the grandchildren checked. And luckily yeah. enough, they haven't inherited well, they can, it. Well, they can do things with... Because I remember there was a kid at my school who wore really who wore glasses. He yeah. had special glasses. But they can do things. Catherine, they pop the eye out, yeah. don't they? My brother-in-law had it done when he was a kid. They started out with a patch. That didn't work. And they did the yeah. thing, I believe, I'm thinking the right person, popped his eye out, tightened the muscle up or something. Yeah. Then but you back see, in. I, I'm 70, so yeah. I mean, you know, I, if they didn't do that in them days. No. But I, I did go to the hospital because I had a bit of a problem. Oh, yeah. And the guy, I was about 65, and the consultant said... Mrs. Thomas, we can actually straighten that eye for you. Yeah. And I said, hang on a minute. At my age, I'm used to it. But when I spoke to the optician about it, she said a friend of hers had, oh. had had that done and it had given him double vision. Oh, blood. Oh, no. You well, don't want that. You've managed I, for this long. Yes. Stick with the wonky eye, Marlene, I think. I do. I'm proud of my wonky Good eye. Good for you. I wear it with pride. Good for you, Marlene. Thank you very much indeed. You going to contribute anything to this, Catherine? Yeah. Go on then. Here's Dennis telling the same story. Uh, here's Dennis twice. telling us the same. Oh, let me do it. Here's yeah. Dennis He's telling us the same, the same story, story twice. twice. Good morning. Good morning, yeah. Dennis. I read a little bit about the Indian Mail yesterday. About the what? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, There's but... no way on God's earth that it could say you were a racist. Well. No, I I totally disagree with them. Well, they didn't say it, did they? They just had a little. I know they dig, but they're looking for they're looking for something. They're looking for something to have a pop up. I object to them digging at him. I don't mind digging at him, but I don't want anybody else. I bought three copies of the mail yesterday. They'll all get used one way or another. Well, it's um, you're in the dustbin at the moment, anyway. Yes. Anyway, horses. Yeah. I've got the perfect solution to these horses. Yeah. Buy one of my rocking horses, they never run away. Oh, they don't need feeding. They don't make a mess in the back bedroom. No, I think the problem with rocking horses is um, uh, the, all the shavings they leave behind. Well, that's right. <laughs> I put some on the disc and yeah. sold it to somebody who said it was... Um, because he said it, it was... As, um, what did he say? I don't know, Dennis. Share as, uh, it was as... Uh, as rare as, uh, as, as rocking horse. horse. Yeah, OK, thank well, you very much indeed, Dennis. Lisa's on the line. What? Hello, good morning. What's wrong, Kels? I'm unhappy with Dennis's call. Why? That's not what you rang in about. Dennis? Yes. Hang on, hang on Lisa. Okay. What did you ring in about, Dennis? What did I ring in about? Oh, just to say I didn't like um, what they were saying about you. Oh, no, thanks very no, much. No, that's not. <laughs> He's forgotten what he rang Shall in I about. Shall I just do it? Yeah, go on. I was wearing my Fifty Shades of Dealey t shirt in my house, and a man came in and saw the t shirt and recognised me from the radio. <laughs> Is that true, Dennis? I was in it yesterday morning. I she just told her, don't, my... t- don't tell us the same story. Is that true? I'm not. I'm is not it, telling you the true? same story. Is it true? I'm, no. Yes. It's, tr- it's true. They were in, oh. an engineers were in yesterday taking my stairlift away. You're telling they... us the same story? No, and he comes from Northampton. Did he recognise your T-shirt? He recognised, and then he said, it's oh, the same story. you're that one who talks to him, Lee. Oh. Apparently he listens to this on the way in. A, so it is the same <laughs> story. So if stairlift man's listening, big up yourself. Yes, yes. We've made Lisa wait for this, Dennis. Yes. Would you like to apologise to Lisa? What for? For wasting her time. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lisa. I'm wasting your time. No, make me giggle. I made you giggle. Why? Yes. <laughs> you just do. I think well, you well, if you give me your address, I'll send you a little disc with some uh, rocking horse manure on it. Oh, lovely, thank you. <laughs> Bye, Dennis. Bye-bye. Now, Tasha keeps ringing, and then we put her on, and she keeps falling off the line. Ta- is it Tasha? Yeah, and she's having a really bad week. Oh, is it? Tasha, no, Tasha oh. with the little boys, the singers. Oh, that Tasha. Oh, what's, what's her beef? She's having an awful week. There's hey. one thing after another is happening, really bad luck. And yeah. she wanted us to play The Littlest Hobo. Oh, mate, we've played it already. Said, bad luck yeah. continues already played it, but yeah. maybe there's something else we could play that would have the same effect. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well, mate, I mean, how bad is the week? Bad. Really bad. Um, it's involving hospitals. Oi! But, we, I mean, still, I... Tasha, I'm sorry you're having a bad week. I'm not Ken Bruce, mate. I'm not doing shout-outs, big-ups and requests. So, I mean... I think you're being cold. I'm being... No, I'm not being cold. I'm being fair. 
No. I'm being fair. But she did bring her children in to entertain you. Yeah, and we exploited them to the maximum. And they brought biscuits. What about the boa constrictor song? Do you want to play that? They love that one. I don't that. know what is the hospital incident. Has someone actually been swallowed by a boa constrictor? No. Because if they have, no. that would be completely inappropriate. It was a non-snake-related incident. I just, I mean, does, hang on a minute. How about, how about this? Is that not good enough no. for you guys? No. Really? I think. How about some Radio 4? Doesn't commit anybody. No. You then, in a sense, get a menu. God, I think having heard the people listen to that rubbish? Having heard Tasha's reasons, we need to definitely crack out our best cheer up song. Um. Blocker boots, innit? How about this? Hey, Justin Dilly, let me Tell, tell you something. something. Hey, Justin Dilly, your career is ending. That's a slightly sour note to end on. <laughs> yeah, but after today, it's actually it's, it's a prediction. Carl Malcolm there, through a haze of smoke, made an accurate prediction. His uh, Dilly, his career is ending. Don't come on my show and diss the monkeys. I will withstand any abuse. You say what you want about my family. Don't diss the monkeys. Not, not when we're coming up to the anniversary of Davy. Who dissed the monkeys? Uh, you two and Dealey. Oh, I didn't I, diss I, the monkeys. Mate! No. Don't go there. You misunderstood. You don't go there. I will consider Tasha's request. Considered dismissed. Oh, no, come it's on. Considered dismissed. You are cold. Considered dismissed. What can, what can we sing, Kath? Yeah, why don't you sing a song, Kath? Hey, do it, Kath. You, you, you love Tasha so much, you're not going to marry her because she's got kids and you don't want the responsibility of taking them on. How do you so, know that? Because I just can I tell. I like her kids. Yeah, I know. We get on well. I like two of her kids. I'm not saying which ones. Why don't you sing her a song? Because I'm trying to make over, her feel Over better. to you. Over to you, yeah. Mama Kath. What about no. Hey, We're Wow? Yeah, go on, sing Hey, We're Wow. No, Wow is not appropriate for sing this. Sing Hey, We're Wow, you oh. want to cheer her up? She's, it's involved a hospital. It's involved sing, a hospital. Um, wow is not appropriate. You cheer her up. It's Tasha time. La, 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 Don't get involved, Kelly. Oh. This is on... This I think you're being flipping about something that's quite serious. This is on Catherine's shoulders. I'm not going to join in because she's being flippant. No, you, you brought this I up. I be very rude about it. You brought this up. very rude about it and I think you're being churlish. Uh, yeah, I think you're being a, a, a blooming idiot. Sing wow now. All other microphones are off. Sing wow. Not singing it. Might just send an email. Dear boss. It is happening again and it's worse since. Dear boss. Catherine came on the show today and tried to shame me into uh, playing a song for a listener. Something to do at the hospital, I weren't really paying attention to her. Busy presenting and making sure we weren't racist. However, as you know, I'm not Ken Bruce, and I don't do requests or shout-outs. I then suggested that Catherine sing um, the Wow song. Remember that rubbish song she did with her silly mates, and we, made, we were all laughing about her in the office afterwards, and we sold her on air, we thought it was really good. She refused to. Anyway, it turns out Tasha's had a really bad week. Involves hospitals and everything. Dunno, might be a member of the family, could be her, got no idea. Thought Catherine was a bit of a selfish so-and-so. Just thought you should know. Add that to the list. Let me know when we reach 200. Thanks. Bye. So, boss, if you wouldn't mind, please sorting this one out. Dear boss, uh, here's travel. Travel news for beds, cards and bugs. This bit got more feistier than I thought it would do, didn't it? More feistier? More feistier? I didn't write that. The shirt. Thanks. Look at the shirt. Thank you. You couldn't wear that on TV, could no, you? No, I, no. I tried once, and they told me off. I said, no. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah. It's a shame because it's nice. It's a nice shirt. Stripe. It's quite summery. Yeah. It's my you Paul feel, Ross shirt. You're feeling summery. Oh, you are you feeling summery? I'm feeling really tired are and you? lethargic oh. and old and past it. So I'm trying to in, uh, fight that by um, dressing like summer. <laughs> I see. And I had my smart boots on when I came out, my smart suede shoes, and I came out and it was raining, so I had to go and put my walking boots on. If you were ever invited to one of my luxury ploughman's barbecues, <sighs> I'd like you to wear that shirt. Oh, yes. What's the address? <laughs> Come on. We'll get back to you on that. Uh, we'll get back to you. We'll get back to you. Gosh, yeah. look at you, the royal we. <laughs> yeah, we will. Um, what you got for us today? What's on your show? Uh, it's tasers again. Oh, yeah. But a slightly different angle on tasers this morning. You seen this story? Figures obtained by the BBC show that in 2013, 37 children 
aged 10 to 17, yeah. were stunned by police taser guns. Oh, yeah. Tasers were pulled on children a total of 431 times, but in 90% of these incidents, the threat of stunning was enough to resolve the situation. Oh, yeah. The youngest person a taser was aimed at was 11 years old. The, uh, the youngest person to be stunned by the police, 14 okay. years old. Well, David Blunkett, who introduced tasers, he's told the BBC that it was wrong to use a taser against an 11-year-old and the police must return to traditional alternatives when arresting children this young. Yeah. Well, from nine this morning, I want us to debate this. Do you mind if the police taser okay. children? Do you mind? Yes, I do. I think. Do you? Yeah, I think it's awful. Do I mind if the the police fire electric charges into children? Yes, I do mind. I do. I do yes, but not. That. They're just going to do it willy I, nilly, I, I are they? Object I mean, to that. Yes. Those children would have to be doing something yeah. that is dangerous okay. in order for them to be tasered. Yeah. Do I object? Sorry, what was the? Do, is the question? Do I object to? Do you children mind? Having, do you mind if the police, police taser, taser children? children? Um, uh, yeah, I do. I think it's outrageous. Yeah. OK, so let me give you a scenario. OK, let's go. OK, let's play this game. Let's play the game. 13-year-old thirteen year old kid. Yeah. He's been doing drugs. Yeah. And he's come home. Oh, he's had a, so a, sad. a row with his mum. Already it's the saddest story I've ever heard. He's yes. grabbed a knife from the kitchen. OK. And he's holding the knife up against his mother's neck. Yeah. The police arrive at the house. Yep. He's got the knife against his mother's neck. Yep. Is that a reason to taser him? No, of course not. What? No, of course not. He's a child. Is that what's happened in these instances? You don't know. Well, these You're, are... Is that the, what's happened in I'll these tell instances? I'll tell you what I do know. Yeah. The police, when they taser someone, yeah. the amount of paperwork they have to fill in mm. is huge. Yeah. So they don't taser someone unless there is... A valid reason to do like they're carrying a, a, a piece of wood and they think it's a samurai sword. That kind of stuff. A genuine threat that they perceive at the time. Yeah, okay. yes. Or, or, or a blind man with a with a stick. Well, it's a very isolated case. But the but but, but, yeah, but yeah, gen okay. generally, when you look at how many lives the taser has saved, how many is it saved? It's, it's huge numbers. Well, how many is it saved? If you look at well, no, some hang of on, the, you've just well, no, but, on, Natalie Bennett. No, no, but hang on a minute. You, do, I don't have to give you figures because you only have to use your common sense. Well, no, but you just think, said if you if you have yes. a, a violent person yeah. out on the streets, which we yes. have all the time. Yes. If the police are, we don't are have all the time. Well, we do. It's a little bit of terrifying. Terri you said when you look at the numbers of lives it saved. Well, then what are the numbers? You don't know, so well, you we can't can find use that out as an if, if you if you want those figures, we can get those. Find figures the from number nine. of lives that have been saved. I still don't think you can't raise a taser to an eleven-year-old child. Why not? Because it's a kid, and what does that so show what, us so about what how about, fundamentally so what about, flawed about our society? So what about if that kid is is being dangerous? What about if that kid is walking through Luton Mall with a samurai sword? Oh, now, now you're being silly. No, I'm not being silly. There, there was a case of a 13-year-old doing just that. Well, you're not going to taser an 11-year-old. Was, was the 11-year-old... You don't know... The thing is with these... The 11-year-old... The you don't know what was going on. The 11-year-old the wasn't tasered, but the taser was drawn was on the 11. The, the is, youngest person to be tasered was 14. Yeah, there is something fundamentally wrong with our entire system if the police are, are, are pointing dangerous weapons at 11-year-old children. I think it's I don't, outrageous. I don't agree at all. I know you don't agree. I don't agree. In fact, I... I I don't care if the police are tasering yeah. anybody, no matter what yeah. age they are. If that person is being dangerous and is posing a threat yeah. to other people in society, I don't care if the Gosh. police taser them. Gosh, dogs have been tasered for good. I couldn't give stuff about dogs. But but you could give a stuff against a thirteen-year-old, perhaps threatening his mother's life. What more than a dog? Yeah, of course. No, but you're saying that that 13-year-old shouldn't be tasered, even if it's going to save his mother's life. Well, no, there are other ways to deal with these situations. How? Well, I don't know, maybe talking to them, or they may be and what distracting if the, him. What, what if by the time you've talked to him, he's cut his mother's throat? Oh, Jonathan. You, but the thing is, you're making that scenario up. That's not... You don't have evidence, but those but are that's the kind, But happened. those are the kinds of things that can happen. Yeah. And actually, yeah. I, I have got evidence. There's, yeah. there's a video that I used when I did my taser special yeah. of exactly that scenario. A 13-year-old chopping his no, mother's head off. he was off. 16. Well, then that's slightly different. But this is included is in the 30. figures. The, the 16 is different to 13, significantly. Wh why is it different to 13 if the, if the act is still the same? Well, no, because a 30, you cannot raise weapons towards children. Even if that weapon is going to be used either against the child themselves or against a member of their family? Yes. Well, I just don't agree. I know you don't agree. I don't, I don't agree. I, don't I, know, agree. I know you don't agree, and that's because fine. Because if you... 
if if the police come in, they have a split yeah. second to make that decision. They haven't got time to sit there and think, oh, should we have a chat about it? And let's see if we can talk this chap out of cutting his ta- mother's throat. If the throat. taser doesn't work, then we should probably shoot the kid, shouldn't we? No, because there's a big difference well, between not a, a taser if the ta- and a gun. If the taser doesn't work, for whatever reason, that, that child still poses a threat. Let's get the gun out and put a bullet in his head. But then that would kill the child. A taser's oh. not going to kill the child, is well, it? Well, no, but you cannot. You cannot. It's just a fundamental flaw with our entire system if we are are raising weapons like that to 11-year-old children? Kids, 11-year-olds are kids, Jonathan. They're kids. Some of them don't behave like kids. Some of them behave well, like vicious, them with vicious the, little I know. adults. Well, then we shouldn't punish them with the threat so of 50,000 volts through them. It's all well and good to, yeah. to sit in a radio studio and yeah. to say, oh, well, there are different ways of dealing with it. When yeah. you're the police, when you're being called to deal with these people there Oh, and come then, on. If you the have... police can't deal with an 11-year-old, apart from shining a red dot on on their chest, then the police... Then I've, got, I've got no time for them. That but, is outrageous. But do you think the police want to taser 11-year-olds? I, I suspect some of them might want to, yes. Most police officers, they like you, they're parents, they've got children, they're not going to walk well, again, around willy-nilly tasering people, well, are they? Well, <laughs> There's a know. reason for it. Not every time there's not. Well, from nine this morning, we're going to see... Uh, who you agree with. Oh, well, wait. they'll all agree with you. Of course they will. No, not necessarily. Well. I'll get it in the neck. No. I don't care. 08459 555. Do you mind if the police taser children? Here's the sort of call you can expect on a show that has a standard as high as ours. Has a standard as high as ours or has standards as high as ours? I think, I think the la- latter. I think I, the correction I made is correct. Go on then, say it properly. Here's the sort of call you can expect on a show that has standards as high as ours. <laughs> when I was about 22, I got uh, done for being drunk in charge of a wheelchair. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, have you ever been drunk in charge of a vehicle that isn't a car or a motorbike? What happened? Um, well, actually, I wasn't in the wheelchair. I was pushing it along for someone who was disabled, oh, uh, and man. I took them down to the pub. We both got drunk, and they took him in the back of the car back to uh, his place that he was staying, and I got taken down to the police station and spent the night in the cell. Hang on, because you were pushing the wheelchair. Yeah, I was in charge of it. Well, what? Not I think that there's, no, 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 no. There's got to be more to it than you just pushing a wheelchair while you were drunk. What did? What were you well, doing, okay, Danny? I mean, we might have been in the road, weaving around a little bit, but. <laughs> <laughs> were you were you doing popping wheelies and stuff? I I can't remember everything, but yeah. Wow, you were I, drunk. I, <laughs> my favourite <laughs> thing when I push my mum in a wheelchair is when we're going downhill. Is I let go and start walking beside her, and she goes, "Well, who's pushing the wheelchair?" Oh, blimey! <laughs> it terrifies her. <laughs> Danny, thank you very much. If a child gets run over, it's because they haven't been hit by their parents. That's what Brian Gregory from the Alliance of British Drivers actually believes. I mean, the main danger um, with road accidents isn't speed, it's inattention. 95% of road accidents are not precipitated by excessive speed. So what you want is to get drivers to pay attention, um, and then they'll adjust their speed accordingly. That's, of course, assuming that the speed limit has been set sensibly. Well, yeah, and we can have this argument about, about uh, whether speed limits are sensible and stuff, but they are there. We, we do have to obey them. Trust me, boy, have I found out the hard way we have to obey them. Yeah, but we should be lobbying for them to be set in a scientific and rigorous manner, not in an arbitrary way that criminalises a large proportion of road users. Well, I, I suppose that's, that's one argument, Brian, but a dummy... No, no, that's the central argument, because if Sorry? you want the roads to be safest, that's what you've got to do. OK. But in this section where there is a, a dummy dressed up as a copper, you couldn't, no one could argue with that, could they? Uh, well, in that location, it sounds like the sight lines are good. Yeah. So you can see them from a, a fair distance. But yeah. if, for example, that was plonked on the apex of a bend on, you know, on the yeah. blind side then that could certainly cause somebody to slam the brakes on mid-bend and lose control of the car. Well, be, that, that, well-documented yeah. accidents of yeah. those sort of things happening with... Well, um, someone's going too fast then, aren't they? ...mobile enforcement. If someone's going too fast, because you should be able to stop the vehicle... Well, well they, they, they may be going too fast according to what's on an arbitrary piece of tin, but they could probably go safely around a bend if they hadn't slammed the brakes on. Well, they should... If you, if you can't control the vehicle when you slam the well, brakes on, you, you should... 
control Hello. the vehicle, but when you're Hello. being um, exposed to, to dangerous things yeah. like that, well, suppose, bend, okay. well, it's supposing, very difficult. Hello. Well, supposing if somebody runs in front of the car, you'd have to slap, you should always be able to slam the brakes on and remain in control of the vehicle. Uh, not when you're turning your car. It's very difficult to do that unless you are a, a class one police driver or even better. Well, no, that means you're going too fast. That's why is somebody running across the middle of a road in an area where the visibility is poor well, I don't and where know. they're Chil- to get hit by a vehicle? Children, Whatever hello. speed it's doing. Brian, children sometimes run in the middle of the road, don't yes, they? And, and they should be taught that they shouldn't do that. <laughs> that I, the well, they thing. are, they are, Brian. Listen, we've allowed vulnerable uh, road users oh, no. to do things like this. Listen... I'm, I'm listening, Brian. It sounds like you're in a I, shoe. I only did it once because my father gave me, how can I put it, some intensive coaching, and I never did it again. What does that mean, intensive coaching? It's patting my backside. Oh, Brian, come on. You're not saying that just so drivers should be able to go a bit faster, we should uh, hit we, children. We were going faster. I ran into the middle of a 30-mile-an-hour road. No. Um, uh, just ran away from my mother. This exactly is the worst. Describe, this Brian. is the... I only did it once. Hello. This is the worst argument I've heard for, for hitting children ever. We should, we should smack children so that you, you're allowed to drive faster. That's insane, Brian. You That's should be able to stop. You, you should to, be able to... to educate children you should, not to, yes. to run away from their parents. Brian. And their parents can you hear me, Brian? need to be in control of them all the time. Can you hear me, Brian? Yes, I can hear you. OK, just you keep talking you over keep, me. Well, you keep talking over me. Well, no, we're trying to have a conversation and uh, you just keep interrupting and not, not responding. So you think that, um, uh, uh, that if a child runs into the front of the ro- uh, front of a car, that's bad parenting? Yes. <laughs> have you got kids, Brian? Children should be taught... Have you got but, kids, Brian? Listen, you're interrupting me. You won't well, no, let me get my point in. You've got your point children in. Children should be taught yeah. that roads are dangerous places. Have you got kids, Brian? Unless they can see it's safe to cross. Have you got and kids? And if they're not old <laughs> enough to make that decision, yeah. they need somebody with them who is. Have you got kids, Brian? I have two children who are now grown up. Yeah, because you know sometimes kids just do things spontaneously because they're kids. I surely you that, should be able you have to. to explain to them that what you're the right. dangers you're of right. doing that. Brian, surely you should be able to stop the vehicle as quickly as possible without, um, w- without you know, causing danger. That's that's what the emergency stop is for in the driving test, yeah, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. So if you uh, if you stop the vehicle or slow the vehicle down quickly and you can't control the vehicle, well then that's 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 bad driving. That's not a kid's yeah, fault. If you put a hazard in the middle of a bend, you're likely to cause that. Okay. Well, some hazards spontaneously appear, don't they? Uh, well, absolutely. And, and, and if you're driving too fast to stop, do. then that's bad driving. No. Sometimes there's nothing you can do. But okay. you, you need to teach children okay. because we're, they are we're... going to become the adults of the future. Right. Yeah, that, well, responsibly on road. Hopefully they will. What, what, about, what about a cow? Well, uh, let, you, obviously animals are different, but if you've got an animal, then you should keep it um, okay. kept Bra- in, within the bounds of garden, right, whatever. All right, Brian. And, uh, and I have had that experience. I've had a, okay. car, a dog run into the side of my car. Okay. There was no way I could avoid it. It no. caved okay. my door in. Yeah, okay, Brian. Thank you very much indeed. Brian Gregory from the uh, Alliance of British Drivers. They're calling from what sounds like a, the boot of his car. I don't know what's going on. Hey, we're starting a new feature. We're calling it Caller of the Month. Da, 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 da. Um, and this month, caller of the month is Ashley. Ashley, you uh, win our respect and a salute from every one of us here. Salute. Let's hear what made Ashley caller of the month. Uh, right, well, I used to work for mobility companies. Oh. Um, yeah, and you saying about it's not always disabled people that use them. Here we go. That is, that is pretty true. Um, because when you're disabled, you get tax release, um, and I used to obviously sell them. And the amount of people that come in and would pay full price because they're, you know, they're not technically disabled. So why were they? What what kind of people were buying them then? Um, most of the time, it was like you say, either large people or lazy people. And did they? I mean, did you ever question them? Obviously, you're selling them. You want to make the deal, and that's fine. But did you ever say, "Can I ask, you know, what what you're doing this for"? Um, not really, because I, I used to live in the place where I used to see oh. most people, and I, <laughs> I used to see them, um, yeah, I used to see them riding about with them quite often. Yeah. And so they'd, what, they'd walk in or waddle in absolutely fine, and then go, oh, I'm going to buy a scooter. Yeah, and mo- most of them wanted the, you know, the biggest, most powerfulest ones, just so they can, you know, fly about all over the place. Hey, listen, now, now be honest, you don't work there anymore, do you, Ashley? No, okay, no. so you can speak honestly and openly to me, as, yeah. as one man to another. Did you and the other lads in the shop used to have races in the back? Yes, we did. <laughs> <laughs> of course you did! Of course you did! Yeah. 
Some of uh, those like, things go at a real pace, don't they? Yeah, well, you get four miles an hour, eight miles an hour, and then you can suit them up to about 12 miles an hour, which <laughs> is pretty far. How do you soup them up? Um, like servicing tools and, and geeky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Ashley, thank you for that. I'm so glad you, you, you admitted to that. I knew you. I knew you did. Just a text from John who says, a large lady was driving a mobility scooter around Sainsbury and <laughs> Bletchley the other day, yeah. had a plastic cover and a number plate. She was driving up and down the aisles. <laughs> when she got to the till, she stayed seated and the lady on the till had to get out from behind the till and scan her stuff. Wow. Oh, I like... Can I just say, Ashley is, is, is my favourite call of this month. He's caller of the month so far. And you, he's, he's a young lad working, selling. Of course, you're going to race them. You have a bit of a tear up in the back. Of course, you're going to do it, aren't you? Hey, you'll never guess what happened on Friday's show. I can't even guess because it hasn't happened yet. It's tomorrow, but it was this. You'll like this one, Kelly. <clears throat> Couples disgust at dirtiest delivery. You'll like this. I've got your, I think I've got your level pretty much sus now. Okay. Two, I've been working with you two and a half years. Mm. I've got you worked out. This is an exclusive in the sun, it says here. A shocked couple claim a yodel delivery man had a poo in their garden <laughs> when they failed to sign for a package. What, in protest? Like a dirty protest? And used a courtesy card to wipe his backside. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Nigel Lovell, 40, and wife Jane, 36, discovered human faeces in the front garden with a... How, how did they know it was human? They sent it to the laboratory. In the front garden with a soiled card stating, I'm sorry you weren't in when we tried to deliver. <laughs> <laughs> He left a package. Um, Nigel from Walton Forest says they may not have delivered the parcel, but they delivered something a lot more disgusting. Good one. Yodel has removed the self-employed driver from its books, sent staff to clean the garden and apologised by email. Wow. But how did they know it was his? Dick Stead... Is that his name? Yeah, executive chairman of Yodel said... We are absolutely disgusted by this incident. This is an unacceptable and isolated incident. If any more drivers take a dump in someone's garden, I'm going to pick it up and shove it in their mouths. No, you know. I made the last bit up, but <laughs> really. Wow. Disgusting. Is... Here we go. Has anyone ever been to the toilet in your garden? I'll tell you why. Years ago, when I did another breakfast show, blimey, I don't know, uh, like 13 years ago, they used to, I used to get cabs for that one, and the cab driver would come and pick me up at half past three every morning, right? And um, uh, I, I, I would open, I open the door, and I saw this cab driver standing in, in my garden behind a bush. And I thought, oh, that's weird. And I, I, he got into the car, then I got into the car, my friend was in the car, who was being picked up before, and he went, he just had a wee in your garden. Mm. Oh, you dirty! My dad did... Um, he weed in my garden? Keeps the foxes out. My dad did a number two in our garden once. What? He couldn't quite make it. Flipping the heck. loo, gosh. Okay, well, um, has anyone yourself you included? Asked, by the way, you can't look my at me boys... like that when you've asked me the question. Well, I, no, I can still look at you with disgust. Okay. My boys love winning in the garden. They love it. I've caught them before. Daddy, I need a wee. Go on, then off you go. And then they go out to the. Go- Where are you going to go in the garden for? La- toilet now. <laughs> I told you once, my eldest, when he was four, we caught. Um, <laughs> One Sunday morning, about seven o'clock, there was a banging on the front door. I thought, I'm not going to get that. And then the voice going, help, daddy, help. And I opened the door, and there's my eldest out there completely naked. <laughs> I said, what are you doing? I, said, I went for a wee. Oh, you little, they must think we're so common. That'd be right. Ever done a wee or a, a number two in your garden or someone done that? 08459 455 555 is the telephone number. And, oh, look, the phones have lit up. Like, it's fine. In fact, I think we've got a call on that. I'm ready. Tony's on line one. Morning, Tony. Morning. <laughs> I'm going to take you back to my youth. <laughs> I don't know if I want to go back to your youth, Tone. Well, uh, he's only following what Ke- Kelly said. OK. Oh, Thanks, dear. Kelly. You've well, set the tone. In 1963, when I was 16, it was one of the worst winters we had, snow winters. Yes. And I was a paper boy. <laughs> and I got, I got urgent. Yes. <laughs> so I did it in the snow because it was hot. <laughs> It melted through the snow, and the snow covered it up again, so they probably didn't find it till the thaw came. Number one or number two? Number two. Thanks oh, very much for calling. Tony! You did this, Kelly. 
It's weird how people ring in about number twos after I've spoken. <laughs> Here's a serious story for you. Um, it's a, a, a Russian gentleman with the unfortunate name. Get this, Kelly. His name is Vladimir Nutscutoff. No, no, he's not. It is, that's what it says in the sun. He's it's, called Vladimir Nutscutoff. And you wait till you hear what happened to him. The sun's having a little bit of cheeky fun with someone who's been... Um... Mutilated. Well, mutilated is the only word. Well, isn't he's it? called Vladimir Nuts. No, he's not. It's called Dmitry Nikolaev. Okay. Well, t- t- you tell them what happened to Vlad. Dmitry uh, believes he was drugged by a young blonde who approached him after he finished a performance. He's an actor. Now, bear in mind his name is Vladimir Nuts. No, his name is Dmitry Nikolaev. <laughs> He was doing a performance at a small Moscow theatre. And his name is Vlad Minutskutov. No, Bear name, that in mind when you hear what happens. His name's Dmitry. Although married, he went with her to the sauna and then for drinks. Yeah. They kissed and had more beer. What is your name? My name is Vlad Minutskutov. <laughs> mm, that is interesting because I know what will happen to you at the end of this story. It's Dmitry. Um, anyway, so they went, he had a beer, he remembers nothing else, woke up in a bus shelter. Here we go! Taken to hospital. Here we go! Where doctors told him... Here we go! <laughs> You've had your nuts cut off. His testicles have been removed skillfully. <laughs> skillfully. Skillfully. Not not hacked off. Removed with precision. Oh wow. Nikolev, now working as a children's animator. Why do we need to know that? Yeah, yeah. Um, was too embarrassed at first to explain what had happened to his wife. She would have noticed. So he changed his name after he'd he'd. So he was called Vladimir Nutskotov, no. and once that happened, he changed it to Nikolev, cool. Dmitry Nikolev. Yeah. Police believe he was targeted by a gang that sells human organs. You can't Ooh. stick those back on, can you? No. You can't, but you mm. you uh, you deep fry those. They are delicious. <laughs> yeah, like an awful lot of trouble to go to. Oh, you batter that, those bad boys uh, in the Russian. right context, obviously. Otherwise, uh... put me right off Scotch eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Why aren't you in school, Hannah? Uh, it's not school time yet. What time does school start? Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Yes. School should start at seven o'clock. Yes, totally. OK, then why aren't you polishing your shoes? Because I'm phoning you. <laughs> don't cheat me, young lady. Don't, don't get on the wrong side of me, Hannah in Stukeley, age nine. Uh, what have you called him for, Hannah? I got. I wrote to the Queen and I also got a reply from one of her ladies-in-waiting. Oh, blimey, really? What did, yes. you, what did you write to the Queen? If you'd be my pen pal... <laughs> That's the coolest thing ever. Why would you want the Queen as a pen pal? I bet she's quite boring. No, she isn't. What does she do that's interesting? Um, Prince George. She didn't do... That was, that was Kate that did Prince George. Uh, she's a grandmother. She's the grandmother, yeah, but grandmothers... Are, well, OK, so so you wanted to be your uh, pen Is it just because you, you, you kind of... Um, you, you're what, but seven, eight years older than Prince George and you're thinking maybe in about 20 years' time, that you might you might have a shoe in there with him. Yes. Yeah, we go, Hannah! I like the way you're working. <laughs> so you wrote to the Queen... This is brilliant. You wrote to the Queen... Yes. ...asking her to be your pen pal. She didn't write back. The lady-in-waiting did. What did she say? Is she up for it? Um... Uh, oh. Uh, I... No. Did she blow you out? Yes. Oh, man. You, how, how did that make you feel, Hannah? Um, I'm happy because I got a reply. Yeah. It's a little bit sad. Yeah. Keep that letter. Uh, make sure you... Because uh, I got letters, not from the Queen or from a lady-in-waiting, but I got letters like that when I was your age, and I chucked them away. Keep that, because that's a brilliant thing to have. Who are you going to work on next, then? Wait, wait, what, what angle are you going to take to try and get to Prince George? The Prime Minister. Good one. David Cameron. Um, maybe wait until after May, because it, it, it may or may not be him, and you don't want to waste any letters. <laughs> but, right, do... do why... Uh, uh, is it just the royal family that you're interested in? You, you, you just want to make uh, headway with Prince George, is it? Yes. OK, well, Hannah, thank you. I, I wish you the very, very best of luck. Try Kate, or try Auntie Pippa. Who's she? Exactly. Pippa is her... is, is the baby's auntie, Kate's sister. Because she doesn't really do a lot. She just, like, goes to parties and stuff. So she'll have loads of time to be, um, to be a pen pal. <laughs> go for... Hannah, go for Pippa. Well, what, what have you got at school today? Um, well, I've got my spelling test. What kind of words have you got to spell? Well, they're quite easy ones because oh. um, I've only got four. It's what? rain, like the Queen rains. 
Yeah. Remember? Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the others. You can't remember the others! All right, how do you spell remember? R-E... Whoa, whoa, whoa! Who's that in the... Did someone just tell you the answer? Nope. I heard someone whisper. Uh... Who's there? Who's there, Hannah? Who's there? My mum. Yeah, mum, button it. Be quiet, I can hear you. Hannah? R-E-M-E-B-E-R. Hannah, you you missed out a letter. I'm going to let you try it again. I'm going to let you try it again. I'm going to pretend I didn't hear that. This is good practice for this test today. Do it nice and slowly. Mum, be quiet. Do it nice and slowly, Hannah. Ra, a, ma, ba, a, ra. Shall I, right, we're going to do it. We're going to do it together, okay? Do you want to do it? For, do you want to do it, ra or ah? Which way do you want to do it? Ra. Ra. Okay. So, mum, be quiet. Ra. Ra. Then you do the next letter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go on. You do the next one. R, E. M. Yep. E. Yeah. B. Mm-mm-mm. There's another M. M. Yep. B. Yep. E, R. Yes! Hannah! You did it! Yay! <laughs> go on, now spell... OK, this is a tough one. I'm not sure I can do this. Spell rain as in the Queen's reign. R, E, I... G-N. You yes. got it! Woo! Hannah, don't forget, don't forget the second M in remember, okay? Remember M. the second M. M, 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 M. Can you give us a call on Monday and let us know how you got on? Okay. Hannah, speak to your... Oh, man, tenth times. Remember. Remember the second M. Good morning. Good morning, Phil. What you got? All oh, right, so many years ago, back in my teenage years, when I was a bit of a rebel, I guess, I was cycling home from um, Steamy's Town Centre, bought a brand new T-shirt, had on my handlebars, come around a bend, and I saw this old boy that no one really liked, so I took the finger at him to do. some old, old obscenity. Just because you didn't <laughs> like him? Oh, I don't know, he's a bit of an oddball. Okay, anyway, yeah. got around a bend, and then the wind's like gusting into like, the, the bag on the handlebars, yeah. went straight into the front wheel. Locked up, flew over, headbutted the curb, shattered my jaw, and then the guy that I just sworn at picked me up and took me home, and then we stayed good mates until he's uh, till he passed away. <laughs> what a beautiful story! <laughs> I wasn't expecting it to go that way. I thought no. he was going to walk past and and uh, laugh. Oh, he might have done because I was unconscious, but then he did. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how long so, I was out for. Picked so me up and you, took me home. Was it when you got to know him? Was he actually an oddball? <laughs> I don't know. Well, yeah, it was a bit, bit weird. But he was the sort we all like. <laughs> <laughs> he always wore them trousers with, like, three quarter length, but then, like, his socks, like, pulled up to his knees sort of thingy, and he just walked around with his nose in the air. Well, Phil, there you, what, what a delightful... I think that was... send that story to Disney. It's your grammar, Ian. Huh? Your grammar. She's dead, I'm afraid. <laughs> oh, is she? Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's all right. Um, don't know nothing, can't do nothing... If you don't know nothing, you must know something. I don't know nothing. If you can't do nothing, you must be able to do something. I can do things. You can do nothing. I can do. Can I, can, I can do things. I just don't know nothing. Well, you do know something then. No, I don't know nothing. Yes, you do. No, I don't. You know something. I if don't, you know... don't. It's a double negative. No, no. A double negative makes a positive. I don't know nothing. You do know. You do do. No, the, do. I, I, I do do. Yes, you do do. You're a do do. Liz, I think you're um, uh, um, uh, uh, right, <laughs> and I humbly apologise. Oh, thank you, Ian. But I don't know nothing. <laughs> Ta-ta. That's the end of the podcast. Is it booked? Yeah. Don't you want to say a nice bye? Oh, I'll keep them on there. T- to be continued. Oh, next TBC. week. I wonder what will happen next week. Will we all still be here? We could all be dead. Will everyone if that be alive? Pa- that pants that gets loose in the <gasps> studio, we'll all be dead. Why would it get loose in the studio? Because I might bring it in. It's your panther. No, what I'm saying is that... Uh, the, the Are you pan- a panther falling down? <laughs> Thanks for listening to this free download from BBC Three Counties Radio, your local radio station for beds, hearts and bucks on FM, AM, digital radio and online at bbc.co.uk slash three counties.